0: I'm your host, Portsby, and today I bring you a very special Valentine's Day, day one-day-late extravaganza, and I hope that you will enjoy. But first, I'm going to take this time to kind of address the situation with the podcast and what's what the fuck has been going on, you know, because I'm sure you have noticed it's it's been a while since the last episode, and honestly, I, I don't have any excuses other than I'm a lazy asshole. So, let's get this out of the way. To be perfectly honest and open with everybody, this podcast, I started it to uh kind of help with my anxieties uh, back in school. I was fine in front of a crowd, or in a public setting, but after school, I kind of didn't do anything with my life for, I don't know, three or four years, and I guess being a recluse that long kind of turned me the other direction. I, I kind of have really bad social anxiety, and I don't know why, but... Recording this podcast kind of gives me the same anxiety I would in front of an audience, even though I know there's probably only like four or five of you who still listen, especially because it's been, what, three years since the last episode? <laughs> so I just want to say that I'm going to be uh, trying my best to get back into this. It's been a really strange year for me, and... There's been a lot of changes in my life that I wasn't necessarily ready for and some that I am incredibly grateful about. Um, as as a lot of you know, I uh me me and my previous co-host Sasha Darkcloud uh broke up. It's been it's been a year and a couple of days since then. And I kind of, I, I had a really bad downhill turn there for a very long time. But with the help of some really amazing friends of mine, I've turned around. I'm my old self again. I feel incredible and, and happy. And it's, it's crazy, you know? I'm just incredibly grateful for everybody who helps me through that. But, uh, now that we got that bullshit out of the way, <laughs> let's, uh, go to what I've got planned for you. So, so I asked on Twitter for relationship and love advice questions on, on portscast at Twitter. And I got a, a few responses, and I'm going to go through them and kind of talk about my opinions on on love and stuff, since it's, you know, the day after Valentine's Day, which is the best time for this sort of conversation. So I'm just going to go down the line here, and uh, I'm I'm leaving out all the names because I don't want to embarrass anybody, or, like, I, I just don't want to accidentally embarrass anybody. So let's see here. We've got, well, we got like ten questions here, so it might be a while. (laughs) Question one. How do you feel about drawing your fursona with other characters when you're in a relationship? Is it a big no-no because it's like cheating, or are you okay with it? Well, personally, I feel my fursona, it reflects myself so well that I can't, See, see me drawing Portsby in any sort of situation that I would be that I myself would be uncomfortable with. So I I don't really draw him with with uh, sexually with any other characters other than the people that I'm in a current relationship with. Um, but otherwise anything else like just like me drawing Portsby like hanging out or whatever, that's totally fine. In fact, I've done it quite a few times. So, yeah, I guess it is kind of like cheating for me. Um I don't like I don't like seeing him doing things that I wouldn't do. So I guess that's the answer. <laughs> we'll go to the next question. As an artist, do you like it better when the person you date is also an artist or creative in some way or do you not mind Personally, I love being able to share ideas and create things together with the person I'm with. Sad crying face, ha ha. Alright, thank you for the question. <laughs> with the declarative statement at the end. <laughs> I personally really do enjoy... I, I I share the same opinion as you. I love being able to share my ideas and create together with my partner And I'm incredibly lucky enough to... Both of my relationships, I've had somebody who's had at least some creative mind to them. And to be perfectly honest, it's one of the things I look for in somebody. Because I just want to be able to share my experiences with them. and And for them to be on the same plane as me, at least... To be able to understand what I'm going through. And, and also I think it'd be easier for them to understand <laughs> why I get so quiet sometimes when I'm drawing. Cause I'm just, I'm just focused on what I'm doing. And I tend not to really get real distracted. You know, unless I've got like the internet up or something. <laughs> I just put on some music and get to work. Speaking of which, I should probably stream again. It's been so long since I've streamed, and those are really fun. Plus, it helps with my social anxiety as well. Alright, next question. Would you date someone who wants nothing to do with the furry fandom? And what if they asked you to give up drawing, and then porn is in parentheses? Um, well, uh, definitely if they asked me to give up drawing, period... I would kick them to the curb. <laughs> Cause drawing is me. I am drawing. I am an artist. And if they can't deal with that, then fuck them. You know? And if, if, if they told me to give up drawing, I'd tell them to give up whatever hobby of theirs is their life. You know? This hobby is my life. I've been doing this since I was four years old. And there's no way in hell they're gonna get me to stop. Now if they asked me to stop drawing porn, uh, I, I wouldn't be able to do it either, cause, uh, I just enjoy it. I enjoy drawing adult stuff, and, and thankfully I, I've never really had to deal with anybody telling me to stop drawing that stuff, so, good for me, I guess. The first part of the question, though, was Will I date someone who wants nothing to do with the furry fandom? And that would be a little difficult for me as well. I've... Since I've been in the fandom, I've wanted to find somebody in the fandom for a relationship because it just makes it easier for me to be able to go, Oh, I'll be able to keep drawing this. I'm not gonna have somebody breathing down my neck telling me that it's weird or sick or gross. When well, it's none of those things at all. It's just a, it's a different way of drawing a uh, pinup work or drawing in general. It's, it's just a genre. I, I mean, I don't really think that I'm really a fox or an animal of some sort. Cause, I'm not really a lifestyler. I'm a hobbyist. And uh, and furry is such a big, weird, combobulated definition anyway. I think it's fun and harmless at the base level. And, I mean, some people take it to a dangerous turn, but I'm not one of those people. And I don't think it would ever... Really, be something that I could really give up because it's just it's it's really a part of me. Um, I've met so many awesome people in the fandom, and I've had so many great experiences that I don't know if I could just give it up. You know, I guess that's that's why I look for somebody that's all right already okay with it because I don't I just don't want them to make make a big fuss about it or make me try to quit. Um, wow, this this podcast is really serious. <laughs> Alright, uh, next question. Dear Portscast, I never thought this could happen to me, but one day at the office... Uh, hmm, it just kind of ends there. Just when it was getting to the juicy part. Okay, uh, next question. Do you think that polyamorous relationships are a good thing or bad thing? And more so, in what conditions do you think it could work? I personally could care less about what your relationship was. As long as you were happy, and you were making others happy, and you're not, you're not like, hurting anybody in the process, I feel like you can do whatever, whatever you want. I don't really judge anybody on on that sort of thing on most anything really so it's it can be a good thing it can be a bad thing definitely but for the most part I think it's a good thing I think people should be able to explore themselves in that sort of light without any sort of judgment from anybody uh, polyamorous monogamous uh, homosexual, heterosexual, anything, just like, who the fuck cares? If you're happy, you're making others happy, then, then you should be happy. And in what conditions do you think it, it could work? Well, obviously, if, if both of the partners were okay with it and trusted each other enough and certain, you know, ground rules were set down, I'm sure. I'm sure it could work with anybody. Alright, next question. When celebrating Valentine's Day, who do you think should be doing the most work? Uh, gifts, date, dinner, flowers, etc. There's a social stigma that guys have to treat their lady or guy lavishly and do lots of work to make them happy. However, do you think that the other party should do equal amounts? Well, I personally am a romantic at heart, so I always... Go out of my way to <laughs> treat my ladies, uh, how, how I feel like they should be treated. Uh, Valentine's Day itself is such a commercialized holiday in itself, so I don't usually go too overboard. I just use it as an excuse to get somebody flowers, maybe some candy or something. <laughs> like, like this year, I got, I got, uh, Somebody very special to me. Uh, flowers and uh, chocolate covered strawberries. And that that's about it. <laughs> as far as the actual question at hand. Since I kind of went on a tangent. Which is something I do a lot. Um, I don't think anybody should be doing the mo- most work. Guy or girl. But. As far as work goes, I don't think anybody should be doing more than the other person. Um, as far as what's uh required in quotes, I think whoever whoever wants to treat the other one the most should do so and I'm just such a laid-back guy like most of these questions I'm just going to be like, "Uh, eh, who cares?" <laughs> Jesus. Alright, <laughs> next question. Speaking of work, in your opinion, do you think there is a minimum amount of work that a person should do for V-Day when spending it with a significant other? Um, there's not really a minimum amount, I mean, other than saying I love you, <laughs> you know, or acknowledging at least that the holiday is happening. I mean, just to say, Happy Valentine's Day, I love you, and, you know, that's that's about it, really. And, uh, I mean, for the most part, Valentine's Day, just kind of like a, another regular day for a lot of people. And uh, I think when you're in a relationship, you should just let the other person know that you love them and just say that at least once a day and mean it. Next question. When do you know it's time to take the next step in a relationship? Uh well, I you know, it's it's pretty easy for me. It's just a simple matter of feeling that the time is right. Feeling that both of you, you and your significant other are just in a uh, you know the same state of mind, same place in life, and coming together with that conclusion. Uh, next question. Which do you think are the most to least important on this list when it comes to compatibility and making sure things are going to work in a relationship? We've got a list here. Uh, sex, uh, jobs and work ethic, hobbies and interests, religion and moral views, uh, background, and how the person was raised, and their history. So, uh, going most important, I'd probably say hobbies and interests, because that's sort of a daily, day-to-day thing. And, uh, if you, if you can't gel well with the other person with your hobbies and everything, um, I feel like there'd probably be a lot of fights, and a lot of, uh, people making silly sacrifices to uh, just to make the other person happy just as far as hobbies and interests goes. That's like number one for me that I look for in a person is that they'd be able to share experiences with me and be able to enjoy themselves doing something they probably would have done anyway just with the added bonus that I'm there. Lesser important would be, uh, but still important would probably be job and work ethic. Cause I'd, I'd like them to be able, I, I'd like to be able to see that their work ethic and job ethic would be something that they could probably take into the relationship field to be able to put that sort of same ethic, uh, towards holding the re- relationship together as far as like a job or a job title, I could care less as long as they showed a great ethic towards it. And then uh, everything else on this list is kind of like a least important thing for me for a relationship, uh, be it sex, sexuality, uh, religion, moral views, and a background. I could care less about your background, you know, unless... And and moral views unless like you uh, did something really shitty like murder <laughs> or something. And uh, last question. What are your opinions about the Hallmark holiday? If you celebrate, what is your dream V-Day? Well, I kind of touched on this earlier about, you know, five minutes ago. But uh, it is kind of... Well, it's very commercialized, and a lot of the stuff is a little silly. <laughs> well, a lot silly. <laughs> it it's it's very silly. I I feel like um, there's a lot of weird pressure to make sure that this day is perfect for a lot of people. I feel like as long as you guys are happy and that. You and the relationship know that that you love each other. I feel like that's that's good enough for me, you know. But my dream V day would be just to wake up with my significant other, maybe cuddle, (laughs) tell our feelings, and maybe go see a movie, go to dinner or something. Just go on like a regular date night sort of situation not really extravagant like i wouldn't like hire a violinist to come and serenade us at the table or anything or like champagne or jewelry or any of that bullshit <laughs> just you know just another normal night where we go out and do something fun together well that's uh all of the questions, and I hope that was I hope that was uh entertaining at least <laughs> or fun but uh <laughs> i I was gonna do something completely different with this. I was gonna take in my first idea for this episode I was gonna take these questions and kind of do like a weird dumb voice of some sort <laughs> but i I kind of went through this all very seriously. And it's kind of surprising me. That, especially because I've been going on for so long. I don't know, maybe maybe I'm finally turning around on this damn thing. Maybe I'm finally kicking it in the pants. But I want to let you guys know that uh, next weekend is Texas Furry Fiesta in Dallas. And I will be sharing a table in the dealer's den with Luna Starbright, previous guest, Previous two-time guest, Luna Starbright, and I'll be recording another episode of this show there at the, at the convention, and you guys can look forward to some pretty awesome stuff I've got planned. Uh, it'll probably include a lot of alcohol, so (laughs) there's that. (laughs) It'll be, it'll be like the old days. It'll be, it won't be so serious like, like today's episode. It'll be, fun and games, and uh, I have some special guests on there as well. I hope to see uh, all of you there at Furry Fiesta who are going. Uh, just stop by my table, you can just come say hi, and uh, if you mention the podcast at all, then I'll be incredibly grateful <laughs> and probably give you a little discount. Um, Thank you guys for listening to me drone on for almost half an hour and uh i hope you guys stick with it (laughs) have some fun this holiday season uh day after day late after valentine's day (laughs) i hope you guys just go out there have some fun have some laughs don't take things too seriously and be excellent to each other (laughs) Be sure to follow us on Twitter and for affinity at PortsCast. You can send in questions and shit to PortsCast at gmail.com. Also, go ahead and check out PortsCast.com for all of those links and details about myself and about our previous episodes. I'll catch you guys on the flip side. Alright, goodbye! Love you!